Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, guys and girls? You already know what it is. It's your host with the most shit on his mind and chest, Mr. Thompson. And I would like to welcome you guys and girls back to another episode of the Talk Your Shit Radio Show. You guys and girls already know what it is. We strongly advise you guys and girls to talk your shit because there's no need to carry yesterday's toxicity over into tomorrow. Well, what I meant to say is there's no need to walk around carrying yesterday's toxicity into tomorrow. No, no, no. As long as that shit's positive, productive, and optimistic, we strongly advise you guys and girls to talk your shit. Yes, and you know we got to give a shout out to our 732 million billion trillion subscribers, followers, viewers, likers, shares, spectators, and sponsors. Because without you guys and girls, it probably wouldn't be able to get done. But then again, this shit's going to get done regardless because this shit is inevitable. Yes. But anyways, welcome guys and girls, back to another segment, another episode, you already know what it is, I'm always coming, dropping some new flavor for your ear, every Friday, at least I subscribe to get it in every Friday, or I'll have them already preset, and already have them pre-dated, so when it when Friday come in, they're ready to drop, ready to grow, they're uh, not grow, but yeah, grow and go, but yeah. Anyways, you guys and girls know what it is. I apologize if I didn't get to what I said yet. If you guys and girls got your herbs, you know what I mean. Roll you up something, relax your mind. You got your wine, pour you a cup, relax your mind. We do not advertise and we do not market any of that other man-made drugs, um, pharmaceutical shit, or any of them other stimulants or whatever like that. We don't advertise and market none of them man-made drugs. It just gotta be the ganja or some wine. Yes, ain't that wrong with a little beer here and there? No, ain't that wrong with some beer? No, drink you a beer, drink you a brew. Do what you do. But all that extra shit, such as Adderall and all that other stuff, we don't do that. Nah, why? Because that shit's killing you. Not just killing you. If it's killing you, it's killing those around you. And those around you obviously love you. And if you're killing yourself, that means you don't love self. And if you don't love self, then you can't love anyone else you won't love anyone else it's impossible to love anyone else but besides that being said anyways Yahweh knows Yahweh knows the ups the downs the ins the outs the struggles the process Yahweh knows the yearning the groaning the irks the pains Yahweh knows the bumps the bruises Yahweh knows it all and the only reason I'm saying this is truly because we as people we tend to forget where we come from and not just where we come from, we tend to forget ourselves. And that's why the last segment said, don't disrespect yourself by, don't devalue yourself by disrespecting yourself. Basically, all I really was saying is, if you want if you want the right kind of respect to come to you, or you want the, you want the right kind of energy, or you want the right kind of frequencies or connections and resources to come towards you, you have to be radiating that kind, that same kind, or you have to be reflecting that same kind of energy off of you from yourself. You got well, actually, you have to be pushing that kind of energy out from yourself so that you can get that reflection of what it is that you're seeking from others. Others don't know how to treat you, don't know how to interact with you, don't know how to respect you, don't know how to honor you, don't know how to commit themselves to you, don't know how to be loyal to you. Because they don't know how, 99% of the individuals out here in this world don't know how to be loyal or committed unto themselves. They don't know how to be devoted to themselves. They don't know how to connect to themselves. They don't know how to commune to themselves. They don't know how to unite with self. They don't know how to be equal. They don't know how to be wholehearted to self. They, they just, 
accept what the world gives to them. They just accept what is being given unto them. And not just the world, I'm saying what's being given unto them. Because 10 times out of 10, if something's being given unto you in this world, that if it's being given to you, then that means it's never, it's, it, was, it wasn't yours. And it's nothing that you have control about. You have to take what's being given. No, you don't have to take what's being, no, you, well, that's what the world tells you. You have to take what's being given unto you. No, you don't. You have options. You have choices. Sometimes you can fast. If someone wants to feed you food and you're not spiritually connected to that person or most are not spiritually connected, you just, you just don't know. You're not in tune or in sync with that individual. Why would you eat from them? If you've never seen this person a day in your life, why would you eat from them? That's how I feel like when I go. That's how I feel when I go to restaurants. I've never met these people a day in my life. I don't know these people. I don't know the people in the in the kitchen and who's prepping the food, cooking the food, who's serving the food. I don't know anyone. I don't even know. We don't know the managers. Anyone. That's just. just I'm just using this as an example. But we as people, we we don't know who. Spirits or what spirits or energies are in them kitchens when they're cooking our food? We don't know, but we continuously go to restaurants and we continue, we continuously go out to eat and we continuously go off and do what it is that we want to do, not knowing the energies and the frequencies that we're around. And my point of me saying that is because if we don't know, if you have been invited to a stranger's house and a stranger invites you over for dinner, that's a stranger. That's up to you. This is your choice if you're going to go or you're not going to go or you're going to be standoffs and like, ah, oh, you know, I don't really know you. Let's get to know each other first before I come and partake over at your house and eat. Supper. You're going to want to get to know this person first because you're going to want to see how this person carries themselves. You're going to want to see if this person is a nasty person. You're going to want to see if this person is an individual that's cleanly. I mean, that loves to clean behind themselves, like to take care of themselves. You're going to want to see how their you're going to want to see their work environment to see how their work environment look because their work environment is going to tell you a lot about the, a lot about their work ethic and not not just their work ethic, their morals, their beliefs. They're they're going to tell you things about them by their actions their their presence their persona their energy their frequencies they're going to tell you these things and you're not going to even know it if you're not in tune with more so self and i'm only saying this because if you're not in tune with self then how can you expect anybody else to do just for you and do right by you and do good towards you and for you if you aren't doing it for yourself they say do unto others as you want done to yourself that's the golden rule that's a key rule do unto others as you want done unto yourself and another rule another key rule planning to well failing to plan is planning to fail that's a key rule so and me knowing that this is a virtue, cleanliness is next to godliness. Patience is a virtue. Love is a virtue. Meekness, kindness, humbleness is a virtue. Gratitude is a virtue. Gratitude is the principle. The Gratitude is the, the mother of all virtues. Gratitude. But besides me saying this, I'm only saying this is because how can you expect others to do unto you when you're doing unto yourself only what they see? They can't respect you no more than what they see you doing to yourself. If you walk outside dirty, dress dirty, smelling dirty, smelling 
horrible smelling like a viking or whatever or a ninja a, a, a sewer rat or whatever if that's you that's how you want to walk around looking you want to walk around looking like a hobo or shabby busted clothes or whatever torn gear or mer- whatever you want if that's you that's how you want to walk around that's how they're that's not just how they're that's how the world's going to see you because reminding you like i said the world is only seeing the image of the reflection that you're radiating off that you're pushing off they don't see anything else about you. Only what you show. That's what they see. If you walk up, if you have not walk up, if you walk out of your house in the morning or wake up in the morning and you forget to walk, no, no, forget because that's a choice. You you don't wash your face or brush your teeth or take care of your, your hygiene, your personal hygiene, but you just come straight out and go to work and just expect everything to be natural, normal, and you're talking in people's faces and you're talking to your clients and you're around your clients or you're around your employees and employers and you're just, your hygiene's off and yeah, eventually... You're going to be left alone. You're not going to have any employees. You're not going to have any workers. You're not going to have a team or anything because no one wants to be around that. And people are going to see eventually this is how you take care of yourself. So this is how you're going to take care of us. This is how you're going to treat us. And me, knowing these things, I know that you can't get better unless you want better. And you're never going to get better. And if you're never going to get better if you keep undermining the small guys, the little guys, such as the janitors because you think you're the CEO. You, you're never going to get ahead. You're never going to get where you're going. All great empires fall because they, them to themselves, overlook and undermine the cupbearer. The cupbearer is the one who sips the cup and tastes the cup before the king gets it and makes sure that it's not poison. Tastes the food. The servant, the server, the host, the cook, the dishwashers. Those are the ones that make sure everything runs accordingly. Because if you take a king some food on a dirty dish or a dirty utensils, what are he gonna? He's he might be head. He might cut your head off. He might put you under a guillotine and behead you right there and there. But think about it. Most of these people, most not just most of these people, most of you guys and girls in this world are walking around like that. You're devaluing yourself because you're walking around disrespecting yourself rather right? that's personal hygiene personal education mental education mental health mental wealth spiritual health and wealth emotional health and wealth if you're not trying to grow yourself and also establish yourself in these areas or in these regions of your life then that means you're really walking around as a empty vessel you're walking around carrying nothing you're like you're not radiating anything because you can't radiate anything if you don't have anything in you only way you're going to be able to radiate something from you is you have to it's reciprocity you have to have something already installed in you and installed in you for you to be able to radiate and push not just radiate but yeah radiate and surplant and push something out like giving birth every time we as people walk around disrespecting ourselves we devalue ourselves when you disrespect yourself other people feel that they got the right to disrespect you when you devalue yourself other people they have already devalued you so it's not that they have to devalue they have already devalued you their value can't amount to what you see your value is your value may be your NOMA, it depends on what your value is, what you feel your, what you feel your, what, it, it, it only depends on what you feel your equity is. 
It only it only depends on what you feel. Yeah, your value. I don't want to say your equity. It's all depend on what you what what you're worth. Your net worth. Your net worth and your your net worth only grow. Your value only grow as you grow. The more you know, the more you educate yourself, the more you're able to do, the more you're able to produce, the more you're able to create, the greater your value, the more your value is going to increase. The more you're able to establish something within self and not just within self, take the seeds or not even the seeds before the seed process, till to the ground before you even got the seeds because you just praying for some seed. And then when you get the seed, you ain't even know. You might not even eat squash, orange squash or whatever like that. You might not even eat succotash or whatever you want. You might not even eat none of that stuff. You might been you might have been praying for grape seed, for grape seeds or orange seeds or apple seeds. But Yahweh is gonna give you some seeds. He never told you what kind of seed he is gonna give you, but he's gonna give you some seeds. Even if it's banana squash, you might not have to, you don't gotta eat that banana squash. And if that's all you got, you better figure out how to adjust it, adapt. You better make, you better serenade it, you better cook it up, simmer it up, you better season it the right way, matter. You better make it taste like steak, or you better bake it the right way and make it taste like an apple pie. You better figure it out. There are ways around the roundabout. There are another there are always another way around. There's always another way around the roundabout. We just so scared and so intimidated to go around again because we done feel like we done been around and everything's just about said and over and done it's not go about again and then when you come back around go about again it's not our job to move the rock Yahweh only told us to go out there in the field and push the rock he said push it that's all he said no matter how hard you push it, even you might strain as hard one day, put a, extra, a whole lot of extra effort in it. You might even go get your pickup truck and try to push that goddamn rock. But Yahweh tell you to go out there and do it. You don't know why you're doing it. And eventually you're going to get to a point and be like, Yahweh, why am I doing this? Why are you going to be like Jesus, Allah, God, why am I doing this? And it's not going to make sense. A lot of it is not going to make sense. But I guarantee you. Just like when I said a second ago, Yahweh is going to answer you and he's going to tell you. It was not your instructions to move the rock. I told you to push the rock. That's it. That makes you want to believe even harder because you'll be like, damn, you know, that makes so much sense. Like when my daughter, I tell her to go out. When I take her to the park, I tell her to go play. Go and play. Baby, go play. Just go play. Now... Me telling her to go play, as a parent, I'm already knowing that playing comes with me having to be involved. I have to be there to help her cross the monkey balls. I have to make sure she's safe when she does her little flips and her gymnastic things on the on the monkey ball, on the bars and stuff like that, the little pull-up reels. She doesn't really know how to swing as fast and as high as she want to to get that air under her under her wings that she want to. So she needs me. To be able to show her how to glide and how to swing and how to push and how to go and keep that momentum. She needs me when she falls and she's crying or she scrapes herself and she hurts herself. I have to go there, kiss the boo-boo, clean the boo-boo, nurse the boo-boo, nurture the boo-boo, tend to the boo-boo, bandage the boo-boo. And let her know everything, you're going to be alright. You're going to make it through this. I, as a father, have to do that. So how much more? 
do you think Yahweh shall do for you, or Allah, or Buddha, or whatever you call them, shall do for you? If you truly believe in your spirit, and know that if all he tell you to do is get out there and push the rock, he didn't say anything about move it. Your mind is, I gotta move it, I gotta move it, because I gotta get past this, so I can go to the next step, and he's like, ah, I didn't tell you to do that, buddy. I didn't tell you to do that, sister. Didn't tell you to do that. But yeah, what I did tell you to do is go out there and push it. Pushing to some won't even step out. Some are going to look at that rock and be like, man, man, fuck that rock, man. Not to hell with it. I'm not worried. But some people aren't even going to step out because some people can't work with them. I don't believe what their spiritual man is and what their calling is and what they have going on. But I, as the creator of 2020 Vision Janitorial Services, I, as the creator of God Body Entertainment Productions, I, as the creator of Royal Vision Enterprises, I, as James Dewitt Thompson Jr., Dr. James Dewitt Thompson Jr., I, as publisher, journalist, songwriter, artist, creator, content, digital content creator, graphic designer, I, as Motivational speaker, inspirational speaker, uh, star artist, Grammy, 14-time Grammy Award winner, podcaster, radio show host, and so, so much more, etc., etc. Why would I stay in one place? Why would I allow... My calibration to be off or all over the place and all out of whack when I can stay balanced and believe in my heart and know that Yahweh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what in Jesus Christ's holy name I don't know what I'm doing. I don't. I can tell any and everyone on this podcast and on this radio show. I don't know what I'm doing. Even with me sitting here at 6.48, 6 o'clock, well, 6.48 a.m., Eastern Standard Time, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida time. I don't know what I'm doing. And the crazy thing about it is I would, if, if you if you do hear this or you don't hear it, at this time in about one hour, about one hour, in about one hour, at eight o'clock actually, I'll be getting up to go to work, not go to work. And, and since I'm going to work, I'm going, no, I don't see this as a, my place of employment or my job. No, I just see this as my place of connection, my place of where I go at to tilt to my soil, tilt to my ground. I'm going to go out there and tilt to the ground. I'm going to go out there and put in a piece of work today and work the earth. And I'm going to steward what I believe Yahweh is giving unto what Yahweh is giving unto me, what Yahweh is passing on unto me, what Yahweh is transferring over unto me. That's all I'm going to do because me, I want to be so great. But then again, I know being so great also takes knowing how to be so small. And in my life, I felt like, and no, no, I have felt, I still feel to, to this day, this very day, even with me on this podcast right here, talking, I still feel a little inferior to individuals that walk around and come in the room. I still feel intimidated by some people that come around and walk in the room. I still feel less than some people that come around and walk in the room. Why? It's because I feel like in most places, I don't know how to do what they know how to do physically. 
But in my spirit, I'm like, I can do that. In my mind, I'm like, I can do that. In my heart, I'm like, I can do that. In my wholeness of being, I can do that. And me knowing that the creator created me of him of and of his image, just as he created that man or woman of his image or her of his image. Why can't I do just as great as what they're doing? I believe and know I may not know about audio and video and production and certain things like that. But I do know that I can learn and not just learn. I do know that I can do that. I can be a TV show host. I can be the next Steve Harvey. I can be the next Ricky Smiley. I can be the next Ball Molly. I can be the next Ball Molly and Snoop Dogg and Fuse. I can be the next Snoop Lion. I can be. I am James DeWitt Thompson Jr., a.k.a. Dr. James DeWitt Thompson Jr., a.k.a. James Jizzle Thompson, a.k.a. Jizzle, a.k.a. Daddy, a.k.a. Whatever you want to, yeah, no, no, whatever you want to call me. Slim Jizzle. Slim. J. Dr. J. With it. Thank you. I am grateful because I know even, they call me Junior. Like I said, I am grateful because I know in my heart and in my spirit that my moms and my dad, they didn't give me the best physically, but they strived to give me the best of what they of what they had. It may not have been the best physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally, but they tried their best to give me what they had. And that's better than none because just, even, just to even have some is better than none. Me, I have done a lot of wrong things. I have said a lot of wrong things. I have gone into a lot of wrong areas and into a lot, of, a lot of wrong spaces. But that also does not, like I say again when I say it at the beginning, does not devalue me. Only thing, The only thing that devalues me as a being is how I treat self, how I interact with self, how I connect with self, how I respond to self, how I communicate with self. And all that says a lot about me, how I go out and step out and approach others. Because the way I connect and I respond to others is going to be the way others are going to carry my name to others. And how they're going to communicate me and remember me to others. So it's like these things are just the types of things that I as a man know in my heart and in my spirit. That I am the roar of the lion. I am the nappy head mane on the lion. I am the gold royal eyes of what you see burning in the eye in the lion in the eyes of the lion. I am. I am the king. I am not the king of kings because that's Jesus holy's that's his spot. I don't want that. But I am a king because I believe in my Lord and Savior, and if my Lord and Savior is a king, and he has me around him, and he allows me to come sit at his table and go even sit on his toilet. I get to sit on his royal toilet and take a shitter and smoke a blunter. And the thing about him, he gives me the best marijuana. (laughs) So, it's like, why wouldn't I give love, not love, praises to the Most High? Because me, I've never heard it done before, but I am the first praise and worship preneur amongst this earth in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazareth. I, James DeWitt Thompson, I, Dr. James DeWitt Thompson Jr., am the first praise and worship preneur amongst this earth. I believe that my music has a vibe, an energy, a frequency, a message to deliver. I believe that my words have a vibe, a frequency, an energy to deliver. I believe that 
My outgoingness has a vibe, an energy, a frequency to deliver. I believe that I, as a man, have a vibe, an energy, a frequency to deliver. I don't know how, but I do know. And I believe that I believe that as long as I believe the Lord God Yahweh shall continue to connect me to the right resources. Sure, I believe that Yahweh shall even use someone for me to be my mouthpiece. To communicate for me effectively and efficiently like the way he did with Moses and, and Moses and Aaron. Because Lord knows I'm not the most I'm not I'm not the most intelligent person, but I know that I'm not also the illiterate that I used to once consider myself to be. And I know that I'm not that inferior being that I once considered myself to be. That lower that lower that lower class citizen that I once considered myself to be. That less of a that less of a being that I once considered myself to be. I am no longer these things. Why? Because I have shooken all these things off and I've believed in myself and I've allowed the light of Yahweh and the light of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ of Nazareth to shine in my heart and just glow, radiate so bright to the point that I can't even see myself no more. It's like I can't feel my face. <laughs> but yes, it's like <laughs> who would ever thought the cause, the clothes, the life I live, like the money, the cause, the clothes, like the long nights, the ice on the floor. Now, when they say the ice on the floor, meaning sleeping on the floor, the cold floors with blankets and Sleeping in a uh, sleeping in a two hearts in a cart, or sleeping in a banana boat at in a jail cell, where it's like thirteen degrees and it feels like it's set negative seven, and you got on no underclothes and you don't even want to take you don't even take showers for a whole week, two weeks, three weeks or whatever like that. The other times you're incarcerated, to being in lockdown, to being around rapers and predators. To being around individuals that you know want to abuse you and molest you and do things to you. And to hang around your predators, the people who have abused you and sexually or abused you. And you still around them to look them in their face. And not just to say that I am a survivor and I am not a victim. I am a victor. And I am victorious. That right there in itself allows you to just like to, re- to reevaluate. Your value. Reevaluate the way you communicate and interact with yourself. And I'm only talking for me because these are the things that some things some of the those are some of the things that I've went through. Only the Lord knows in my heart that I've seen people going out from cancer, I've seen people going out from strokes, I've seen people going out from diabetes, I've seen people going out from bullets, I've seen people going out from heart due to homicide and car accidents. I've seen things that happen and I know in my heart that the Lord knows that it's not that I'm afraid to die. It's that I feel like I haven't really lived, truly lived. And Lord, I know that me coming from Highway 162, 66, 11, Highway 162, Hollywood, South Carolina, the bottom, the dirt road, to going up to the actual, to the, to the Empyrean, the, yeah, it's the Empyrean. Your Empyrean levels of which I can't even call it. The heavenly extensions of where you, Heavenly Father, I don't know where you reside. I know you're everywhere at all time, but I know you're you're not you're any and everywhere at all time. But Lord, I don't think that I have an actual peak the way I'm like, oh, I want to hit this, and I don't know. 
I don't know, but I do know that you know, because Lord, you, Heavenly Father God, Yahweh, you are my heart's desire. I yearn to really just praise and worship and glorify your holy name, exalt your holy name. Lord, if the enemy, and I say this out loud, on this, the enemy, you know, if the enemy pays his people, and I don't know how you, and you make that work, because I know that you're, that you're in control, and you're the money manager to all the resources, you're the, you're the, you're the, you're the bank president to all all us. You give the yes to no everything. Even if the enemy needs to get in to borrow a loan from you to give to his people, it's still yours, Father God. And I don't know how that works, but I know that I, Lord, that fifteen hundred dollars, sixteen hundred dollars, <laughs> that looked good, but that ain't shit compared to what I know. What you have unto me, you you have for me, and you want to give unto me. So it's like. Lord God Yahweh, I believe that what's for me is for me. All I know is that there's 86,400 seconds in the day. Lord, I believe that I can, not just I can, I believe that you can provide me with $1 from one hand, 86,000, yeah, $1 one second. However you do it, one the dollar, the bill, our dollar bills only go up to 100, so from a dollar to 100. Lord, I know that you can take me from a penny from a penny to 10 cents, from 10 cents to a, a dollar, from a dollar to $10, from $10 to 100. I know you can. And I know that you not just in the in the penny field because you don't overlook the pennies either. You you had you gave the idea for the penny. You gave the idea or you gave the idea for the president or whoever should be stamped on it. You gave these ideas so you know how money work and me what other, what better money manager to have, a financial accountant to have than you? So, when I talk about things like this, it's like, you know, I just want the world to really know that you're only devaluing yourself when you disrespect yourself, when you walk around feeling less than yourself, when you walk around knowing in your heart and in your head that nobody else can do what you do. Nobody else will ever be able to do what you do. Nobody will ever ever be able to have your DNA or replicate what it is that you do so when you know these things it's like you learn and you be like okay I want to I want to hit my maximum potential but I do not want to hit my maximum potential too fast because I don't want to ever burn out or I don't want to ever blow my speakers but then that's why you got levels and knobs and gears to certain things it's you adjust your your gears and your knobs as you go like deep, like that's like decibels and stuff like that. You you adjust the frequencies and the it, you adjust the hertz. That the, the, you adjust that as you go, because you don't want the watts and you don't want certain things to be. You don't you just don't want certain energies and frequencies to be blown burned through your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, your energy, your frequencies, all at one time. You just don't. That's why you gotta know how to. Uh, you gotta, you gotta know how to get your mixing board together. You gotta adjust your mixing board just right so that your vocals and your, your frequencies, everything, your levels will be right within you. And I know I'm using this as us, as an audio engineer, sound engineer, a producing term. But yeah, that's how it really looks. It really looks like that. Like them, uh, your life really looks like one of them mixing boards with all those sound logic boards with all the keys on it, with all them knobs and switches and up and down little buttons and stuff. Yeah. That's how that's how your life really look with all the little lights on it and 
flickering. If you ever go into a, produ- a studio or a sound engineer room and you see their setup, you'll be like, wow, that's how your life looks. It looks so complicated to to you when you walk in it from the, from your eyes view. It looks so complicated from you for you and your basic and your normal education and eye view level but to them that's their place to create that's their that's their that's their arena that's their dominion that's their stage that's their that's because they know every button every light every gear every knob every switch they know everything because that's what they do once you have once you have become a perfectionist at that you can't do anything else and you can do other things, but it won't be the same as what it is that you're that that you do. Now, when you do what you do, you do what you do. You can't change a woman. A female line is a female line. She's gonna do what she do. A male line is a male line. He's gonna do what they do. You they they might live in the same home, same household, and everything, but they're gonna do what they do. They're two different, totally different breeds of speed animals. They're the same species, but they're two different breed of animals. You don't know what's running through the female lion blood. And you don't know what's running through her mind and her head. And you don't know what she's thinking. Like you don't know what the man's thinking. So. With that being said. It's like. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta. Stop allowing ourselves to be. In a position where we feel that. Just because. We're around. Individuals that seem like they got it all together are no more than what you know. You are less than them. No, you're never less than them. Everything that you're perfecting within you and everything that Yahweh is perfecting within you is perfect for the time that it's going to be perfect for. Again, like I said, I've never... I've never heard of a praise and worship panu. I've heard of serial entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, panuers, whatever the, you want to call them. But I've never heard of a praise and worship panuer. I believe that that's what I, James D. with Thompson Jr., want to devote my life to. Praise and worship unto Yahweh, the creator, most, the most high God of all gods. Yes, the one who sits very high and looks very, very low. I just want to be able to praise him and exalt his holy name and be able to do my thing and make some money off of it. <laughs> some good money off of it. The right money. Because what am I to sit here and say, oh, $15 an hour is good? No, it ain't. I'm not happy with that. But the Lord knows I am not happy with that. I'm not. Not. But I know that I have to go through this to get to there. And it's like, Lord, as I'm going through it, it's like, just keep me focused on each step and even if I'm not supposed to be focused on each step Lord you focus on the the small intricate steps and I'll focus on the steps that you need me to truly focus on even when that comes down to talking and knowing when to shut up I can only ask the Lord to do that because if I don't know how to do it myself and if I don't know how to shut myself up then what that means I need Yahweh to do I need the one who created me to do it not my mom and not my daddy I need the one who created them and use them to create me. I need that one to do it for me. And that's what Yahweh does. That's how you work. You go to Yahweh when you can't get around. You can't get to no one else. You go to Yahweh. Most of I go to Yahweh first. Then I go to everybody else. Shit. After I go to Yahweh, everybody else is irrelevant. So with that being said, 
You guys and girls already know what it is. I didn't say it again when I was like, yo, 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 welcome back to the Talk Your Shit Radio Show. You already know what it is. It's your host with the most shit on his mind and chest, Mr. Thompson. And we strongly advise you guys and girls to talk your shit. Because there's no need to walk around carrying yesterday's toxicity over into tomorrow. No, no, no. No, no, no. As long as it's positive, productive, and optimistic, we strongly advise you guys and girls to talk your shit. Yes. But anyways, if you don't know, it's your host with the most shit on his mind, the chest, Mr. Thompson. And guys and girls, I appreciate you. I love every time you tune in, whether if it's one or two tune-ins. I appreciate you. I acknowledge you. I respect you. I honor you. I care for you. And like I say, if I haven't told you, and if you have never heard it from me out of my mouth verbally, me saying it, I'm saying it to you now. I love you. May the y'all, may the love, I was about to say May the Yahweh, but may Yahweh, the Lord God, Yahweh, bless you and your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit, your family's mind, body, soul, and spirit, and everything that you want and everything on your heart. May your truest, truest God-given desires come unto you. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm out. <laughs>